All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ignite, Awaken, Expand podcast. And today I have the beautiful, amazing, one of my most favorite people in the world, Heidi B. Thank you so much for being here, Heidi. I'm so excited to be here, Carrie. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. So <laughs> thanks for having me. And I'm excited to chat today. Yeah, yeah, me too. And today we, um, we're we going to be talking about a really powerful subject, uh, which I feel like is going to be really valuable for women just in general, um, which is confidence. And it's something that most women feel like they don't have, or they feel like they would like to have more of it. So we're going to be jamming on our kind of view, our take, our journey, our story into really embodying our unique confidence and just kind of how we, how we went about that. So if you want to just start Heidi, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Just, um, what's, what's your story about confidence? Are oh, you confident? Oh, my soul. I was just going to say like, this is <laughs> definitely one of my life's greatest works from within for sure. And um, one of the reasons why I'm stoked to talk about this with you is because nearly every human that I connect with personally or professionally through coaching and beyond at one time or another says to me, when I say, what do you want? What do you desire? Mm -hmm. What do you want more of at a, at a deep emotional level, not money or things or, you know, all of that type of stuff, mm -hmm. which is fine to have and desire, but what do you want to actually feel inside yourself more of? And 99% of people say confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you and I doing a little ditty on cup of joy, the podcast around willpower mm -hmm. and how we both were kind of like, willpower is kind of whack. It just has, it's misunderstood. I realized a couple of months ago that confidence is so misunderstood in my, in my experience after having done a lot of work around it and continuing, like I said, it's one of those things that I truly believe we cultivate confidence, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. meaning we create it. It's not something that mm -hmm. we're born with a ton of it. Mm -hmm. Some of us are lucky enough to have it. It's one of those things, but so to take you kind of back to more like childhood years, I always kind of thought that mm -hmm. I would always uh, think, wow, she's really confident in herself. You know, she, it's because she has this and she has mm -hmm. that. I'll just use women as an example. Cause those yeah. are the played with primarily little, little right. girls and stuff. Yeah. But wow, I wish I could speak like her. I wish mm -hmm. I could do that like her. And I found that over the years, as I've done some of the deep emotional work that that doesn't actually go away until we give attention to that confidence wound. And it really is. We told ourselves those stories of what confidence looked like growing up, you know, um, this is what society says confidence looks like. And there's, I would buy every single teen magazine out on the shelf, you know, the self and the body, and it was all around body image, right? And there's these confident posing women looking a certain way. And it would say like, get more confidence. Right. 
So internally, Ma, as a little one, you start mm -hmm. going, oh, okay, I need to go on a diet. I need to lose weight. I need to have the abs. I need to do the things. There were so many like physical attributes. And I think women are doing a much better job in today's society, showing that confidence comes in all different packages. Um, even at an emotional level, at an even mindset level. But I remember even sitting at a women's conference in my 20s, early 30s, and sitting in the back row and going, man, I just wish I had the confidence that the women in the front row had. I wish I had the confidence of the women dancing on stage when she said, anybody who wants to come yeah. dance, come dance. Right. And now I'm at a place where I went to that conference again, just two years ago, and I mm. sat in the front row. Yes. And I, when she said, who wants to the D came out, I was like, <laughs> I don't know what she's going to say, but I'm on stage. Like I'm right here. When there was a woman across the room that, that, um, had spoke on stage earlier. Normally I'd be like, Oh, she's a speaker. I'm not qualified enough. Like she's not going to want to talk to me. And now I'm at a place where I realize that all of my insecurities just require something deeper. They, they, they need courage and they need, um, action. And we can talk about more, more deeper on that, but that's kind of my story from little Heidi to Heidi yeah. now of it just kind of all fueled until I just decided to go, no, I'm going to change. I'm going to change how I'm being. Yes. I'm going to change the story that I'm telling myself. That's it. I'm going to allow myself to still be scared as shit to get on stage and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I really think that that moment right in there is what cultivates courage. And I truly believe that our bodies have a bank. Mm -hmm. And one of the accounts in our bodies is the courage bank. Mm -hmm. And we have to make deposits to the courage bank by doing things that feel risky, even when they're yeah. not risky. Is getting on stage risky? No. Yeah. It doesn't cost any money. It doesn't, there's, but there's people looking at me and what if they think that my orange shirt is ugly? Yeah, right. Right. So I'll stop there because yes. I'm sure you have a ton of things to say on this. Oh my gosh. Every, like everything that you just shared is so good. And I love, I love that you touched on uh, how the world portrays what confidence is and how to obtain confidence, which is a total lie. It's not an external job. It's an internal job. And like you said, we're starting to realize that confidence comes in all shapes and sizes. It's not, it's not a when you're this size, then you have confidence. And both of us have history of disordered eating and exercise addiction. And so we definitely went down that path. And I don't know about you, but for me, it, what I, when I realized what I was trying to get, I was thinking it was a certain size, but when I stripped away all of that, it was confidence and self-love. I just yes. wanted to feel comfortable with myself. And, uh, and so that's, I, I thought getting to a certain size was going to get me there. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen. I got to all the sizes. I, I achieved the goals and still was unhappy with myself. Didn't feel enough. So I've experienced, and I'm sure everybody listening to this, something in your life where you thought that an external thing was going to get you what you were want, what you were desiring to be and feel. And it just doesn't, the money doesn't bring 
the the feeling of safety and abundance it doesn't matter how much money you make if if you're not if that state isn't in you and you don't you don't know how to actually feel abundant it doesn't matter what happens externally same thing with confidence same thing with any feeling that you want to feel you literally have access to it right now and mm -hmm. if you've spent your whole life not feeling that just like what you said, it takes taking some action and, and having that courage to be able to build up your confidence muscle and be able to, to be able to have that, that feeling that you desire, but it doesn't come externally. So that's the, that's the good news. And it's also kind of the frustrating news because you can literally choose to be confident right now. Yes. You don't have to change your wardrobe. You don't have to change your, your size. You don't have to change anything. You don't have uh, to and get the job, you don't have to get the exactly. job. Exactly. Ocean. You don't have to, I, I know you and I were both personal trainers for a mm -hmm. while in our lives and we still believe, you know, strong bodies and healthy bodies yeah. and all the things so that our souls can do what they came here to do. It's right. a totally different shift. Yes. But when I was doing that, I was like, I will be confident when I take more classes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know this, this movement or this movement. Like I need to know Pilates and strength training and hit training and all the diets and all the things. And then I'll be confident enough and then I'll get more clients and then I'll be Jillian Michaels and then I'll make a million dollars and then I'll be happy. It was always, and then, and then, and then when really it's so backwards. And even what you said earlier on, um, you know, uh, what I was really looking for was confidence and self-love. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I think we tell ourselves the story when I get confident yeah. then I'll love myself. Right. doesn't work that and way. It's like opposite. It's yeah. like when I love myself, yes. as I love myself, I yeah. can choose confidence. Yes. Yeah. It's never it, the, the win then game never works. When yeah. I get here, then I'll feel X, Y, and Z, or then I'll be X, Y, and Z. It doesn't work that way. You've got to become it now and, and embody it now and have sips of it. So it's, it, that's one of my favorite things is, is sips of, of mm -hmm. whatever the states that you want to be in. So, um, confidence, once again, is not a look. It's not, it's not anything that you achieve outside of you. It's a state, it's a feeling. And so to be able to start feeling that we've got to take sips of it. We've got to take, take inspired action and, and do things that, that, um, that build that courage muscle and, and build that confidence in us. So getting on the stage, despite the fact that you're afraid, um, getting on the Facebook live or whatever it is that you're just like, I am so scared of what people are going to think of me or, or what if I, what if I look stupid doing the things that's going to build up the confidence, but also doing the work on yourself and really giving yourself grace and love and encouragement and, and, and talking yourself up. Up. Because when we have this internal dialogue of constantly telling ourselves how much we suck, yeah, it's going to be a nonstop uphill battle that you never get to as far as like getting to that, that feeling of confidence. If you're always putting yourself down, somebody who is confident does that's not their that's not their norm it doesn't mean that they're not human and that they don't have moments where they're like wow i could have done things better this way but they're there but even when they're even when they're um 
when they're looking at something that they could have done differently or that they didn't do very well, their internal dialogue is still different than um, they're not putting themselves down. They're looking at it, go, okay, where could I have done better? Oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't prepare well for that, or I could have done this differently, but not in a judgmental way, but in a, in a constructive observation way. And so they're, even when they're looking at something that, that didn't go right, there's still there's still um, this aspect and quality of love and grace that's 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 there. And so you you cannot beat yourself up to confidence. You cannot put yourself down to get to the place of confidence. You've got to start nurturing and loving and giving yourself grace and and being your own cheerleader. Yes, that's so so important. I I really think that confidence is a willingness. Mm-hmm. I mm. think confidence is making a choice to be vulnerable enough to surrender into something that feels risky to you. Yeah. You know, like you are literally putting yourself at risk in order to get more courage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing, you just, you have to be willing to take the risk and then surrender the outcome is the other thing. I yeah. think a lot of times we're like, she's so confident. She's so confident. She's so confident. Well, no, she, her confidence bank has been built up by her willingness to take risks yeah. and know that even if everyone on stage laughs at her or everyone on stage cheers for her, mm-hmm. she's still good enough. Mm-hmm. She's still Okay. And to choose to go, because I did that and I had courage, I just increased my confidence. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what the outcome is. I remember when um, you first started doing your Facebook lives and legit showing up like every single day, Mm -hmm. every day. And I was like, I I found myself immediately going into comparison syndrome. And not in a way where I feel like the old version of me would be like, oh, you know, the eye roll, like, yeah. Oh, she is again. There she is. Just like trying to say, you know, like me girls can be mean girls. But for me, I was like, wow. Oh my gosh. I love how she shows up. I love how she shows up. I want to show up like that. She's so, she's so confident. But what I've realized is you just had the courage to have the stories in your heart, in your Mm -hmm. mind, have the feelings in your body, the buzzies, the scary, and maybe you mm-hmm. did feel super confident, but I feel like every single day that I watched you, it got easier and easier because you can feel people's energy when they're live, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is what the scary thing is for a lot of us that are doing yeah. things like podcasts and lives and TikToks and reels or, or going live, like just pressing that live button. Mm-hmm. There's that vulnerability of, holy crap, they can see through anything that's not real mm-hmm. yeah. and they can, people yeah. can pick up on your energy. It's an energetic thing. It's not about what you say. It's about like just the energy that's there. And yeah. I remember week after week, just going like, wow, she makes it look so easy. And I think it just <laughs> became easier yeah. for it to be what your body was used to. Mm-hmm. And to me, that has a direct link to confidence is showing up consistency consistently to the things that you, the things that you desire. 
Oh my, thank you so much. I really appreciate, I really appreciate that. So I want to share um, just the, on my end of, of doing the Facebook lives, I was scared shitless. <laughs> yes. First of all, I, I couldn't do it forever. I'm like, oh, I know, I, I know that this is valuable. I have something to share, but I'm so scared. What if I say things wrong? What if I fumble on myself? I say like too much. I say, and too much. What, what if, if somebody I, what if I nasty comment? Yeah, yes, exactly. And then you don't Woo. know how to respond to that. There was just all the what ifs would go into my head and it froze me for a while. And then finally I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm just, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And so I would literally sit there with my, with my phone. Cause I would do it on my phone. I can't, couldn't stand doing it on my computer. Cause it would flip the screen weird. And yeah. I just, it would throw me off. Um, so I would, I would sit there and I would just be like, for like 10, 15 minutes, like just press it, just press it. I'm like, but I'm scared. I'm scared. I'd just be thinking, oh my gosh, what, you know, all the what ifs going through my head is like, just, just do it. And I would finally just send it. And then you would see that it's, it's loading. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going live. And, um, I actually, it's happening. Yeah. It was, it was so scary. So even, you know, that's beautiful that you saw this confident flowy and I really, really, it was important to me to just be me. I was, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be scripted. I didn't want to, that's why I don't do scripts on this. It's just conversation. I don't want to, I don't want to have like an agenda that feels, it feels chunky and I don't, I just, it doesn't feel good for me. Um, So I would do the same thing with my live. I would have a topic and I would just riff on it. And sometimes it was great. Sometimes I'm like, "Eh, okay, I could have done that better. And I, I would get to, there were times that I would go back and I would watch the video over and over and over again and critique myself yeah. and not in a super constructive way. There were times right. I, I eventually right. got to a place where it was like, okay, ah, I didn't say this because I was nervous because this thing happened and, or I stumbled here. That's okay. You know, you got to learn that topic better, Carrie, you'd, you'd stumbled on it. So yeah. then I would get into that constructive criticism on myself. And then I got to a point where I wouldn't even watch them. Like it's out there. I I was inspired, whatever I said. And same thing with, with the podcast. It's like, I'm, I'm at this place now, luckily I'm not going to spend all this time judging myself and critiquing myself. It's just, we, we talk, I, I post it. It's out there. I might listen to it. I might not. I don't, it's just not that it's just not a big deal to me, but it, that has taken time. I have been in those places where I've been frozen and I just didn't even take the action. Then I did take the action, but I judged the fuck out of myself. And so it's like, there's, there's stages to it, um, as you're building your confidence and and maybe, maybe you skip some steps. I haven't there. It's been this gradual progression into where I am today. And one thing I want to share with that is, am I confident hundred percent of the time? No, no way. I have, I have moments where I'm like, I suck. I am not enough. I am not worthy. And, you know, we'll go into these tailspins, but they're shorter. Yes. And I catch myself, I catch myself quicker. And, and I also know that, okay, that's not true. That's not true because I have evidence of this and this and this about myself because I've put I've deposited 
things into my bank account or, or what were you saying? Like deposit, I've done courage yeah. deposits. And, yes. and so I have that, I have that built up enough in that savings where when I have those moments of not feeling very confident in myself, that it doesn't take me into this whole month's tailspin of I am not enough. And who am I to, to do this or to show up? It's, it's shorter um, and, and not as intense as, as it has been in the past for me. Yeah. When you choose to take the time to, to listen to the voices that are coming up or the stories mm-hmm. that are coming up, you significantly reduce the comeback time, the comeback mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I do the same thing where now I just go, okay, take a deep breath. What story are you choosing to believe? Like, yeah. What story are you choosing to believe? Because that's not true. That's just not true. I, I I am better than that to choose to believe that no one's going to like me in this mm-hmm. whole world. No one's going to like me in this whole world. You know, it, it just goes so drastic so fast. And I think another part of this too is defining what confidence is for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be different for all of us. And subscribing to Teen Magazine with big word of confidence Um, showing whatever picture they're showing these days and choosing to carry that from 13 years old to 33 years old and beyond, that's a choice. And it is with any word that we have that's making up our alignment, our, our embodiment of who we are. It's like, what is success for you? What is confidence for you? What Mm -hmm. is that even? Mm-hmm. What does that look mm-hmm. like for Carrie? What does mm-hmm. that look like for Heidi? What is mm-hmm. what is that confidence? And I read a quote mm-hmm. from somebody, um, I think it was Mel Robbins, actually. If it wasn't, sorry to the person who it was. But she said, self-confidence is built by consistently keeping the promises you make to yourself. Mm. Yeah. Confidence is made by consistently keeping the promises that you make to yourself. And I was like, wow, that is so true. Because a lot of people say, like, I just, a lot of people gravitate, myself included, when I get insecure, Mm -hmm. I glom onto control. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I'm like, I need to control something. Otherwise, I'm not going to be safe and I'm going to die and people aren't going to like me. And we both know that if you are feeling like you need to be in control, what you really need to nourish is trust. Mm -hmm. And you can Mm -hmm. nourish trust through consistency of your promises. And that can be as simple as saying, I promise that at 115, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a lunch break, even though I just want to power through and be done with it. And at 115, no matter what, you consistently stop what you're doing and do that thing. So it doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. But if we don't honor our promises, then that trust bank in our bodies gets depleted, 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 Mm -hmm. depleted. Mm -hmm. And then when our trust bank is so low, our confidence is sitting right next to it going like, you don't show up for me ever. I can't trust that. I can't trust that I can get on that stage. Mm-hmm. as I might die. Yeah. No. Oh, so good. Yes. It, 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 for, for me, what's coming up is really honoring your boundaries as well of what's your yeses and your nos. So 
and really it was both for me. I, I, my, I first think it was really learning how to say my nose, but my yeses as well, because there was times that I wanted to do something, but I was scared to do it. And so I wouldn't honor my, what my body was saying. Yes. That was going to really build up my confidence by doing that or by saying, no, I'm not available for that big one for me really helped me to be able to build my confidence was I am unavailable for that. Um, with yeah. the way that people would treat me, the way that people would, would talk to me, um, or, or even just what, what people expected of me, um, that it's just, that's, I'm not available for that. So, uh, the more that you do that, then you have that, that confidence in yourself of this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm not doing. And, and then, you know, you're, and as you're doing that and you're following your yeses and your nos, you become so much more confident. The other piece that I, I love that you said is like, what does confidence look for you? Yeah. And, and that's the part with social media and just, I mean, I, I could go on about social media, my, my views on it, but the, like, there are, there are some positives to it, but one of the things that is a big, huge downfall for, for all of us, men and women, is that we see these pictures of people or even videos of people. And we think that they are a certain way, but they could be completely opposite. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and that's, it's, it's rampant on social media. So, if you're looking to a certain person just because you're following them and you think that they're a very confident person, but you don't actually know them, I don't recommend having them be your inspiration because yeah. it could be false. It could be oh, a false totally. confidence. And there's so much false confidence out there. And, yeah. and if you don't, if you can't smell it, feel it, it's very deceiving. But yeah. the more that you become confident, you see it, you see it a mile away, whether somebody is really, truly confident or whether they're, they're faking it. And there's, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to like trash on somebody who is faking it. They have a lot of wounds and a lot of insecurities that they're masking with their, with their false confidence, but it's confusing for us. It's really yeah. confusing because we think that, oh, if I'm like this, then I'll, if they're, you know, they're confident. So if I just do the things that they're doing, then that's how I'm, that's how I'm going to get confident. And, yeah. uh, and you're, it's going to be, it's just not going to work. And you're going to feel really frustrated because you're not getting the results that they have, but they don't even have it. That's really, really important. What you just said. And some people call it like fake it till you make it like that's kind of mm -hmm. like old school thought and that's okay I yeah. get where they're going with that yeah. now what I say now is act as if mm -hmm. so a lot of times um, in, in the coaching space or in the self development world, uh, people will have you write a letter to the future, your mm -hmm. future self who you want to be right as if you're already hurt and I think there's or him or them or they or, she, or all the acronyms out there all the <laughs> prefaces now. Um, yeah. But I think that uh, it, that's really important to know, like what your heart says, who your heart says you are and what your heart says it actually desires, mm -hmm. because you get to act as if take the risks in the soul space of that version of you, like 
I think the getting on stage thing is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be the girl on stage Mm -hmm. dancing and moving my body and jumping up and down because other girls were doing it and they were prettier than me and they were better than me. I actually was in the back row going, I love dancing. I love joy. I, my body wants to be right there right now, but my brain is telling me all of these things that are not true. And when we can differentiate, like, and there were probably hundreds of women in that crowd that dancing on the stage was not in alignment for their soul Mm -hmm. at all, Mm -hmm. but maybe putting their arms up and waving from side to side, or maybe just like, just sitting in silence would feel really good, but they're the first ones to run Mm -hmm. up because they think they're supposed to run up there and do that because then they'll feel better or they'll win the golden ticket or whatever they're telling themselves. And so, yeah, what you just said is super important when it comes to social media and things like that, that just say like, if you do this, then you're going to be able to have the feelings inside of you that you're looking for. And it's just not true because we Mm -hmm. have to know what that feels like for Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it comes with trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's the. I mean, and it's it's fun. It's fun to have that trial and error. And, uh, somebody who's like on the first part of the journey, they're going to be like, it's not fun, but it really is. Yeah. And and that's like, uh, there's actually a quote. I have it on my on my board right here. If the journey isn't the destination, then you're doing it wrong. Sam said this. Sam Skelly, and I don't know if it's hers original, but I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So if you're not having fun in the moment, in the process, in this, in this process of becoming more confident, then you're doing it wrong and you're not going to get there. Like enjoy this, enjoy this process, this unfolding and this trial and error of, of creating that self-love and that, that self-confidence. One piece that's been really valuable for me, um, plant medicine. I love, love, love plant medicine. And there was a, there was an ayahuasca ceremony that I was in and I actually was going through an ego death. I didn't realize it until after the ceremony. Um, and, uh, that's they're they're, they're intense. It doesn't mean your ego is like gone completely. you you always have an ego. There's just a death of, of an old ego and then a new ego is born. So yeah. you're never, you're never gone of ego. And if you think you're gone of ego, that's your ego. <laughs> yeah. uh, but in that ceremony, I was seeing the contrast of me fully owning my worthiness and feeling my power, feeling what I have to offer these gifts, this light. And I was also experiencing the contrast of that, this, this wounded little girl in me. That's like, who am I to be anything? I'm nothing. I'm just this little girl from, you know, from Prescott, Arizona. And I don't, you know, (laughs) I'm not special. And so uh, throughout the ceremony, it was this contrast of the two and just seeing the, the difference of, of that, that, that little girl that was so insecure. And so I, when I was little, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go to a birthday party. I was so shy. I wanted my my mom to go with me. I was so insecure and so shy and so afraid to just be seen. And I had no confidence at all. So just seeing that, that, that contrast of like what my potential is 
because I wasn't, I, I was getting a taste of what I am, but I wasn't fully embodied in it in that moment. And, and still haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm still in this, this progression of really just owning my worth and my confidence, but to be able to see that contrast, I was able to have this moment to be able to hold both and, and include it all. So in yes. that process of your, um, uh, acting as if, is that what you said? Is that what yeah. you shared? Yeah. yeah. In that process of acting as if also hold that part that isn't there yet. Yes. It's not about denying that and being like, oh yeah, uh, you know, I'm just going to pretend and, and not, and not look at the part that doesn't feel confident. It's like, can we hold that? Can we allow that part to be here, but not have it completely uh, freeze us or stop us from taking those courageous steps and actions into, into like sips of, of courage and confidence. So it, it really is like a, a dance and a, and a, a holding of it all. Yes. So we get to have all of it here in this moment. And as you do that, as you fully accept the fact that I'm not where I desire to be and that's okay. And, but I don't have to like play this story anymore. Um, it gets to be here and I, I hear you and we, we are moving in this direction. And so I'm going to embody it as much as I can in this moment. And even if it's just like, instead of just freezing in my seat and not doing any movement, it's like kind of waving my hands back and forth. I'm not on the stage yet, but at least I'm moving my body and I haven't been able to do that yet. That's yeah. a win. Yeah. Celebrate that. And yeah. I, I have such a similar story. I as well was like crippled in being able to just let my body flow and move <laughs> and, and just, you know, who cares what I look like? I don't have a, a dancing background. I don't yeah. have, I don't, you know, that. And so I, I, I always thought I can't do that. Like, look, everybody looks so much better than me. I don't know how to, I keep doing the same shuffle back and forth and I don't know how else, <laughs> what else to do. And, um, and for me, it was, um, I had to do it on my own in private to yeah. kind of build up that, that confidence and that, that, you know, my own unique flow, as far as, um, like getting up and being seen in movement. Uh, yes. and the more that I did that on my own, that built that, that ability and that confidence to be like, whatever, I don't care if I'm not the best dancer up here, I'm just going to get up. Cause it feels good, but it took, yes. it took for me, it took, um, giving myself, um, like sips and like allowing myself to not be to the full level that I wanted to be, but at least I'm doing something to move in that direction and to kind of practice it on my own in a safe place where I'm not having eyes on me and I get to be kind of messy or not good at it. And then just, and then creating this, this confidence in myself of like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people think. I, there's it, such a, yeah. There's such a wide range from, we'll just keep using this analogy. There's such yeah. a wide <laughs> range from seat to stage. Yes. There just yes. is. And I think a lot of times we just go, it's one or the other. I'm either sitting in this chair or I'm on the stage. And the reality is I love that you said too, sometimes we get to witness or be part of something and then take it home mm -hmm. and find a space of stillness, safety within ourselves and there we go to practice, but the, mm -hmm. not the danger, that's a strong word, but I think this, the stickiness is when we see something we want, we don't feel safe in that environment 
we come home to our safe environment or wherever that safe environment feels like for you, whether it's with a loved one or by yourself. And then we take zero action. Mm -hmm. We just keep thinking about why couldn't I be on the stage? Well, next year I'll be on the stage. And then we go back next year and Mm -hmm. we find ourselves still paralyzed. We can't get up. We can't, we still can't even wave our hands from side to side. Mm -hmm. So it's that acknowledgement. And then, and then what you said is so powerful with, I call it the allowance phase. Like I have uh, phases of transformation and allowance is one of the phases. And it really is, well, acknowledgement and allowance, they're they work in uh, in conjunction with one another. So first we acknowledge what's happening right now. How am I feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Like you said, with your Facebook lives, like, okay, I acknowledge that I'm feeling scared. My palms are sweaty. I'm about to press go. My heart is racing. Like I acknowledge yeah. it's all there. And then allow yourself to feel those things and allow the as if version of you to mm-hmm. seep in. Yes. Can we allow, acknowledge both and then allow both to show up in unison. And that's when change starts to happen Mm -hmm. is that allowance. In my opinion, it's that allowance of the now the is the presence is so necessary. And then the, as if uh, vibration, Mm -hmm. that's the most important. Like what's the vibration of that confident version of me? How can I allow in, as you use the word sip, how can I take a sip of that confidence and then, but then still be where I'm at right now. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to allow both to show up together. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, it's, this is so good. It's so good because this is a different way of looking at confidence, uh, than, than society likes to put it out there. So, uh, anybody listening, I really hope that you just let this land into your system and let your system kind of digest and, and, and chew on this for, for a bit, because it really truly is the recipe. And then once you've, once you've practiced it in one area of your life, then you're going to, you're going to move on to something a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. And, and then it just becomes the, your, your norm. It's just what you do when you see that, Oh, there's something I'm not confident in. There's something that I, 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 you know, is really going to challenge my, my courage muscle to, uh, to build confidence in that you're going to do it. You're going to do it. And one, one that was huge for me, huge singing. My family has a story that we are the worst singers in the world. I have been programmed since I was a little girl that we suck at singing and nobody can carry a tune. We're horrible. Anytime we sing happy birthday, somebody always makes a comment about how horrible it sounded. I, we just, if we try to sing Christmas songs, we all just laugh because nobody can do it. So (laughs) I have this, I had this insecurity about having my voice being heard in in singing. And, um, and so, but there's songs that I love, but I would only sing them in private. I wouldn't oh, sing them around yeah. other people, not even around, um, you know, my lovers. I could, I just yeah. couldn't, I couldn't, you know, in the car, I would just kind of whisper it. I wouldn't actually sing the yeah. songs. I couldn't just let myself go. And, um, now fast forward, I now sing s- songs in ceremonies and, um, mm-hmm. and my partner sings them with me and in the car, I'm singing songs all the time with my partner. And sometimes I sound amazing and sometimes it's not so great. 
So I'm not this perfect singer, but it has been so valuable for me to really challenge that belief that I'm not a good singer. Um, because it was like, okay, if I really truly believe that I create my reality and I really want to be somebody who sings, maybe I don't necessarily want to be a professional singer who knows, maybe eventually I do want to do that. But in this moment, it's not really, it's not something that I desire, but, uh, but I, I just, I wanted to be able to sing and not worry about what other people thought. And so, because I had that desire, but this belief was holding me back from doing that. And I've had, had enough experiences where I built up my confidence in certain areas of my life. I, I was like, let's go, let's do it. I'm, I'm up, I'm up for this challenge. I am so scared. The first time I had my voice be heard in ceremony, I was scared shitless. Oh yeah. So scared. But now the more that I do it, I become so much more confident. I'm singing up more songs. I'm singing louder. I'm having, I haven't gotten to a point where I, I sing acapella. That's yeah. like, that's another step to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but just building that confidence muscle in different areas. So, so pick a place in your life where you're like, I'm ready to tackle this one. Like this one feels safe and start taking that inspired action. You've got to. It's Ah. just like what you said, you can dance all you want in the room, but like, that's not what's really, truly going to build that confidence and create that. Okay. I can do things. I can do things that are scary. And I didn't die. When we, when we take action from that space of like, I am so scared, but I'm going to do it anyways. The, the amount of growth that happens in that moment for you is it's unmeasurable of where it impacts all parts of your life. It's wild. It's wild. An example is when I would personal train my clients, they would come in and they'd be like, I can't do that. I can't do that. Wait, I can't, I can't lift that. I would hold the, the knowing. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. And I, and there, I would drive some of my clients nuts. Cause I would be, I'd be like, yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can curl those 15 pound dumbbells. Like, no, I can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And then they would, they would take the action. They would do it. Sometimes it was pretty sloppy. It didn't look yes. that great, but they did it. And then all of a sudden there was just this like burst of just accomplishment and, and um, love for themselves and, and just like feeling of I'm a badass. Oh my gosh, I did it. Like what? I did it. And then what ended up happening is that then outside of the gym, they started doing things that were super scary or that they didn't think that they could do that had nothing to do with their, their physical strength. Yes. And, and so I was seeing that over and over and over again, that, that as they, as they did things that, that scared them, or they didn't think that they could do, and they, they got through it and they, they made it and they, they actually did it well it spilled over into all of their lives. So as you build your confidence in one area, just pick one area, it will spill over into all parts of your life. And then you're going to look back and go, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm pretty confident. I'm like, I'm feeling really good about myself. Totally. I love what you said about the singing too, because um, I think you said you haven't gotten to the point where it's like just your voice and nothing else with it's like the fear behind that is what are other people going to think? 
what if I go out of tune? What if I write a song or instead of, instead of what gets us through to the other side is I don't, it's okay. What other people may think or not think I'm cause I'm doing it for me. Mm-hmm. it's like you know when you can make that goofy face or you can say that thing and and you it's fine because it brings up me joy mm-hmm. I love that you said earlier the the um if the destination is not the journey type mm-hmm. of a thing because yeah. my whole thing for this year is I, I I'm obsessed with joy that's what I coach yeah. on yeah and joy this year I realized is actually nothing more than an acronym for the journey of you yeah. And you will find your joy when you decide along those same lines that I've even called it destination joy. Like the destination mm-hmm. is the journey of you. Yeah. Um, yes. and all the things, but it really is when you can, you'll find so much joy in your life. It's a, another misunderstood word. Um, but you'll find the joy when you're on the journey of you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it's, it's right here. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not there or coming. It's like, it's right here with us yeah. every day. We just get to learn how to dance with it mm-hmm. and play with it. Um, do we have time for one more example of, or another example of, of courage? Yeah, or of, I do. Of confidence? I ha- yes, share yours. And I have one more as well. And then, okay, and then cool. we'll wrap it up. Cause yeah, definitely. Okay. So I was literally just talking to a woman this week and she was talking to me about one of her really close friends. And she said, you know, like, I guess that I see her as confident because she always knows what to say, Mm -hmm. right? She always knows what to say. And so I love sitting next to her because she's so confident. And then I don't have to think about what I have to say. (laughs) Are you hearing all the stories like tied into this? Right. So I said, I invite you to think about this. What if you see her as confident because she doesn't hesitate to say anything? Yeah. Because it's really not, she always knows what to say. She's just actually unfiltered. Mm, Yeah. She is totally fine being expressed. And it was so cool. The light bulb moment went on for her. She goes, Oh my gosh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Like I'm worried that what I say might hurt someone's feelings or they might not agree with me or this or that, or this or that. And so Mm -hmm. really her lack of confidence is rooted in that fear from the judgment of others or all the stories she's telling herself. And so really working through, I said, like, what if you work on, if I say something that someone doesn't like or agree with, like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. But you have to really get yourself to the point where you believe that. Mm -hmm. And you have to actually practice when you're in the room Mm -hmm. with other people, Mm -hmm. even though it feels so scary, just not filtering and saying, and allowing other people to say their piece with it and go, Oh, I never thought of it like that. Or, Oh, you know, and I think a lot of times we get caught up in that because we don't want to fake agree to what other people are thinking and feeling. So I just thought it was really interesting because we were going to jump on about confidence. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like she thinks that confidence is being able to talk to anyone, anywhere, anytime and the reality is it's it's actually how can i show up as the most authentic version of me anywhere anytime mm-hmm. right it's not being an yes. incredible conversationist and the other piece of that is let's 
myth bust this thing right here, which is extrovert, being an extrovert means you're confident. Right. Being an introvert means you're shy. We yeah. are taught to believe that. And so I just want to yep. share with people something that I learned just this year that has changed everything for me. Because a lot of times people say, label me as an extrovert. Mm-hmm. But the more I'm learning about myself, I actually realize like, oh, maybe I am an extrovert, but not in the way where it's like out there and confident and talking like it's, it's actually pretty draining. And so extroverts, what I learned is that extroverts actually fuel mm-hmm. off of other people's energy. So they they want to be connected because that's where they actually get their energy. But yeah. introverts get drained from yeah. using their energy with others. And so that's why a lot of times they'll seem more closed off or labeled as shy because they're actually just very aware that they need to protect their energy. So they're less engaging, mm-hmm. but that's just because that's how their energy works within themselves. It doesn't make introverts bad or shy or awkward and extroverts confident, amazing, like mm-hmm. go-getters. It's, those mm-hmm. are myths. So if you are an extrovert or an introvert trying to work on your confidence, just know that that has nothing to do with it. It it boils down to everything that we've been jamming Mm -hmm. on. So I know some insanely confident introverts and I know some deeply insecure extroverts. So it does not, I love that you touched on that. That does not equal confidence. If you're, if you're one or the other or lack of confidence, Um, it's just, and, and then once again, what does your confidence look like? Because all confidence uh, looks different and, and talking on a, on a regular basis doesn't necessarily mean that, that you're confident. And maybe that's not how you want to show up in your confidence, or maybe it is, but really filling into what is confidence for you and, and, and allowing yourself to play in that unique concoction and creating that for you. So the last story that I wanted to share was, um, it's a great story to end on. So once again, ceremony, I, um, (laughs) I bought a flute, a wooden uh, native American flute and I practiced it. I was like pretty good. Like I, I, I had like created a, a whole like song and it was pretty, it was pretty simple. Yeah. And I, I was like, man, this is, this is great. Well, I didn't practice it altered by the medicine. So I get, (laughs) I I get, and I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling the medicine pretty good by the time that I'm to play the flute. And my partner who does the ceremonies with me, he was also, you know, feeling the medicine. He's like, I wonder how she's going to (laughs) do. I bring the flute up. I'm feeling very confident. I mean, I'm feeling like, Oh, I wonder how this is going to go. I literally could not feel my fingers. I didn't know where to put them on what holes and I'm blowing in it. And it's literally like, like horrible, horrible. Well, I'm like, so then my whole body turns hot. I'm sweating. My heart's pounding. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm, I'm messing this whole, this whole thing up every it's silent. There's no music playing with it. I'm just playing just the flute. So everybody's hearing me mess up. Everybody's hearing me not do this well at all. Well, I ended up like 
kind of finishing it. Like I just, I kept going and it just, it was just, it was so bad. <laughs> and I set my flute down and I put on the next song and I just sit there and I just, I literally felt my perfectionist protector, like mm. short wire. Like she was like, and just exploded. Yeah. And I just started laughing. I, 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 enough. I wasn't like uncontrollable, but it was like inside and a little bit outside. I just sat there and I just started laughing. I'm like, I get to be imperfect. I get yes. to mess up. I get to mess up. And it was so healing for me. Yes. That perfectionist part of me that needs to have everything be perfect was like always stopping me from taking those courageous moments of like getting on the stage and singing and, and to like do it and mess up yeah. was so powerful for me. So yes. <laughs> my, my message is allow yourself to mess up. It's okay. I didn't die. There was one, somebody that the end was like, I thought it sounded great. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Thank you. Yes. Thank you. But no, it did not sound good. And that's okay. That's okay. It was so good for me to experience that. So it's okay. You don't have to be perfect at this process of taking your sips of really feeling and embodying courage. It, and that surrender is messy. super important. You know, yes. that surrender of it's okay. If I, if I'm courageous to build this confidence, I take this risk and I surrender to whether this flute sounds like the most beautiful thing in the world, or it sounds like something you've never heard before either way, because now that actually, I think a lot of times people think something bad happened. So now, like now my courage bank is like wrecked. Like that, that no. took me down to bankruptcy, it but actually it. it does. It built it because it, it reminds your body that it is okay it's to okay. take risks and mess up. Cause look what, no one hates me. Yeah. Every I'm still loved. I'm still here. I'm still talented. I'm still gifted. I'm still able to do more ceremonies. Mm -hmm. And now I can, and now I know what it feels like to be on medicine <laughs> and play my flute. Right. I never thought of yeah. it like that before. And we just, yeah. I think like with the, with confidence, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be compassionate. Rem, don't forget that part is just be so kind to yourself mm -hmm. when you're working through confidence, because it is so vulnerable that when we can infuse it with that love and kindness, that's when we can feel safe enough to keep trying and keep mm -hmm. showing up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's a good place to end. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? One last thing or think we covered everything. I know. I know. For me, I it's so always too. just like, take action, take mm -hmm. action in a way that feels good for you. And don't forget that that action can be just so, so self-serving, always self-serving, but just a, like you said, little sips, mm -hmm. like little sips or people say steps, little mm -hmm. sips or little steps, whatever your preference is. Mm -hmm. And um, just take action because mm -hmm. you are literally cultivating confidence in each moment of every day. Like it's up to you. It's not just going to drop in, in next year or in the new year, right? We're in the new year now. So it's like, mm -hmm. it, it didn't just clock strikes midnight and you're like, ah, this is the year I'm going to be confident. Well, if yeah. it is, remember you're in the driver's seat. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is amazing. I love chatting with you. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. And you have so much wisdom. I, we're definitely going to have more and more conversations. I've actually been on Heidi's podcast. Um, so you definitely want to check it out. I'm going to put all of her deets in the description below. So, um, so definitely check out her website, her social media platforms, her podcast, all of those things, please go, go support Heidi because oh, would love to literally sunshine and <laughs> so incredibly wise. She offers great services. So, um, yeah, I just thank love. you so much for being here, my love. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. And you've also been on my new YouTube series called unfiltered joy. Yes. So you can check Carrie out over on that space too, but it's just, it's honestly like such a joy for me to have deep conversations. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, I love spent, if I could just spend every day, just chatting with you all day, like (laughs) my life would be complete. (laughs) What what did we talk about on that one again? Cause we've done a couple of uh, sessions. What was that one? Do you remember? Mm. Well, oh my gosh. People will have to go it check it out. So many things. The thing is, I like know. we didn't we didn't pick a topic. We literally went rogue yeah. and just like, let's just talk about all of it. I didn't even label the episode. It was just like featuring Very. you. <laughs> yeah. So it's and that's the best way to be is you guys, anytime Carrie shares from her heart, which is every time she jumps on, it's like the, the coolest nuggets just pop out. So I know right? I'm excited to chat anytime with you anywhere. And if people want to know, you know anything they can always ask you or I, and we'll, we'll jam on it. Like we'll, we will talk about anything. Yes. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Give us some ideas if there's anything that you want us to talk about and we'll do it on my podcast or your podcast. So yeah, totally yeah. beautiful. Cool. All right, my love, I love you. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a beautiful, amazing day. Mwah. Take care.